The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? If you change your mind, take a chance, on the first thing in line, honey, I'm still free, take a chance on me, if you need me, let me know, gonna be around, if you got no place to go, when you're feeling down, if you're all alone, when the pretty like the Chilean miners. No merging once again. We did that one. I, I, listen, you may be willing to forget about them that quickly. I'm not going to forget about our Chilean brothers that emerged from the ground like that. Let How do we know there's not some more down there? Have we looked? Like a Chilean miner. A forgotten Chilean miner emerging a week after everyone else has left from the ground. This is my brother, my brother, me emerging from the depths of ignorance to deliver Weak old wisdom straight to your dome. Do you think, like, six weeks after the celebration, someone looked around and said, Have you guys seen Sleepy Tim? Where's Sleepy Tim? Shit. Now he's he's skinny Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Lonely Tim. Lonely skinny Tim. Oh, my. Tim Tim is actually a very common name in Chile. Uh, (laughs) You guys may not know that. Not chilly. It's not. It's not. They weren't let lost in a mine inside one of the members of TLC. <laughs> no, they were lost in a Chili's restaurant. <laughs> they, they needed to be excavated from. Which I. I mean, I can't blame them. Of all the places to get stuck in the ground for three months, uh, I mean, their their chicken strips are really out of this yeah. world. Guys, I don't care how awesome this blossom is. I'm gonna fucking flip if I don't get out of here soon. Um. Wait, wait, wait! Awesome Blossom is Outback. What does Chili's have? They have a they have a a version that is equitable to the Awesome Blossom. Anyway, the uh, mediocre a, Blossom. <laughs> as you've certainly gathered, this is an advice show. For the <laughs> Clearly, I am your host and co-brother Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. Um, and and we are gonna get right into the the wisdom, the growth. As it were, um, I can't tell if this is going to be a good one or a bad one, but let's find out together. One of my friends that I have known for years has a serious problem about washing his hands too much. He washes them every 30 minutes, and as it gets colder outside, his hands start to crack and bleed because they are dry. What should I do to get him to stop being a freak? Kevin from Gmail. Kevin, your friend isn't like, he's not like kooky. <laughs> <laughs> what a crazy guy. He got, he's got Mark Summers-itis. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, um, he's got the summer. He's got the it double seems, there. It seems kind of counterintuitive to me, right? Like, I wash my hands because they're dirty, um, but I wash them too much, so now they have blood all over them, which is like the dirtiest <laughs> substance known to man. And as we all know, <laughs> you can wash all you want; that blood's not coming off. Nope, never ever. Nope, the blood stays. Um, Maybe you need to invest in some gloves. The, Just the simple. Thing. The thing that worked for Mark Summers is something called immersion therapy, uh, where to get over the fact that you're really worried about getting dirty, they make you climb around in giant waffles covered in fake butter. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that seemed to fix him pretty good. Um, so all you have to do is go to Nickelodeon uh, yeah. 
or what's what's Nickelodeon's parent company? Because I know Nickelodeon Studios is like shut you down. You got to go to Viacom. I I can show you where their office is in New York. Uh, you just go there and you you try and get him uh, arrange a, a a '90s style uh, game show with your friend as the the host. Yeah. Or Kevin, you could realize that your friend has something called obsessive compulsive disorder, and it's probably not going to be fixed with a pat on the back and a couple of concerned looks. In fact, don't pat him on the back. I don't think that'll help. Yeah. I think that actually hurts the situation. He has to wash his back. You yeah. can't hurt the situation. Look at those muscles. That guy's diesel. <laughs> um, I think what you need to do is, if you realize it's been a little over 30 minutes, look at him and go, whoa, it's been 30 minutes. Better wash your hands or puppies <laughs> yeah. are going to die. <laughs> keep him on schedule that's all you can do is try to facilitate um, or just ridicule him endlessly that's the only way yeah. that friends can really get friends to do other things i know a lot there are probably some people clucking their tongues out there and saying hey that's a serious listen life's hard the fact that the guy washes his hands every half hour it's not exactly debilitating okay let's look all at howard let's hughes look, look at howard hughes okay he he managed to still build the spruce goose <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, think of all the life experiences that he's going to miss out on now. Like, he can't, he'll never be able to hold his newborn baby for longer than 30 minutes at a time. <laughs> he'll, Which is, all, all things his really, when you're holding a baby, things start to get really good around minute 40. Um, <laughs> That's true. The connection is really, is really real there. All his fingerprints will look like rushed bullshit. <laughs> I see what you're going with for here, but you really kind of needed to percolate a little bit more. <laughs> uh, dear brothers, my girlfriend says I play WoW too much. I've lived with my girlfriend for eight years and started playing WoW a year ago. I play a few hours a day, but she wants me to stop. So I haven't been on the dating scene for 10 years. Any advice? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. whoa. What kind of bizarre either or have you entered into here from spring? Um. Yeah, my my advice is to. What's wow? Some, sometimes when I'm I'm faced with decisions like uh, this this very difficult decision this man is clearly facing, I like to pretend that I've traveled back in time from a few years in the future where I'm so cripplingly sad because of the decision I made, <laughs> and that by traveling back in time I can manage to stop myself from doing that terrible thing. Um, which is a long, long way of saying don't do what you're thinking about doing. You're talking about, like, present time travel, right? I'm talking about hypothetical future-to-present time travel. Okay, yeah. I like that idea. I think Mm -hmm. it probably, before it's going to catch on, you're going to need to catch your name for it. I'd suggest immersion therapy. But but I I do like the premise here. Mm -hmm. Remember, Form Spring, someday you are going to die. Mm -hmm. And when you die, you are not going to say to yourself, gosh, I wish uh, I had played wow more you might however say i wish i hadn't dumped my girlfriend of eight years to play wow more which is maybe the same principle of uh of uh as griffins but i like to keep the taste of death in everybody's mouth at every moment i think i think if you're thinking about your death your eventual death you're always going to make the best decision you need to live like you're dying and then die like you're dying yes <laughs> what is that pecan what is that that mild that's that got kind of a, a butternut, a, deathy. A, a, de- a definite deathy kind of kind feel of a, to it. I'm getting a, a, a note of grave. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Can I suggest proposing to your girlfriend of eight years? Get in, off. In wow. 
Yeah. No, 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 no. This can no. only go well. Don't listen to Griffin. <laughs> Come here and look at the screen for a second. I know you don't play. <laughs> I, buy you, I buy you a purple ring. <laughs> it's Amethyst. It's in the game. I changed the name of my guild to I Love You, Susan. Be mine. <laughs> oh, Susan. <sighs> my friend Tim and his girlfriend have a problem. They never stop making out and groping each other in front of the rest of us. I'm going to go ahead and submit that you're the one with the problem, but let's go on. How do I go about stopping this? At points, it's downright annoying. Also, talking to them about it and telling them how we feel does nothing. I need something a little more drastic. (laughs) Thoughts? Carlo. Hmm. Carlo, no. Carlo, you do realize that you're trying to stay in the way of the most powerful force in the universe. Making right? out. Making Boner. out. Boner. <laughs> Boners. Yeah. You're trying to stop a man and a woman who I'm guessing from your description are under the age of 17. You're oh. trying to get them to stop groping in public. What do you think? You're going to reinvent the wheel? Come on, Carlo. And it's a fool's and, game. It's a fool's and, game. And does it say in public? Okay, it is. So they are doing it in public. Um, for some people, watching that happen, that's all they got. Yeah, that's all they have. Like, yeah, some people, and I'm not gonna go to malls and just like to just see the just see people, just to see people in love, just express groping each other in a physical manner. Um, in public, yeah, in in public places like outside the Gap. Um, some people need some people. Some people need that. Some people need it. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, there is something wrong with it. It's there's something a little wrong with it, but I don't want to judge you, my brother, for Christ's sake. I mean, not you, of course. We're not talking about you. <laughs> what about hypothetical people? Hypothetical Griffin. Hypothetical some of us future present Griffin. Some of us are coming up on thirty and like to be reminded of what it's like to feel. Mm-hmm. And maybe Carlo, you shouldn't get in the way of that. Maybe. I suggest Maybe. just every time you see it yelling, "Ew!" That's really good. Loud. That's good. And then uh, get go back in time. Go to Nickelodeon Studios. Get a container of gack. <laughs> and then <laughs> when they start and making slime out, slime them. Just slime them. <laughs> What's up? What's this all over me? You've been slimed. Maybe the next just, time you see them making out, just yell, "I got mixed." You can't do that in television, but you can do it in my dorm room. Slimed. What's up? Just fire some koosh balls at them. <laughs> All of a sudden, they're on the Rosie O'Donnell show. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, criminally. No, but uh, really, um, th- you sh- you shouldn't do anything because uh, there's grow. nothing you can do. They'll hate each other soon enough. Yeah, and you don't want to you don't want to get in the way of that. I have this guy friend who, to me, is totally awesome. That's in all caps. I, I don't think I can do it justice, but trust me, he's great, funny, chilly, left eye, nope. T boss, all that. Nope. Nope, those aren't in there. The only he's chill, all that. The only problem is that to people that he isn't friends with, he's just a total jerk, just the worst. He's rude and downright unpleasant to be around. He's never violent or anything like that, but still, even though he's perfectly fine when he's hanging with me, I find that a lot of friends kind of look down on me for hanging around him because of this. What should I do? Thanks, Devil's Advocate, Gmail. I like it. So. Is it like a Jekyll and Hyde kind of thing? Or is it just that you like his bad attitude and your friends don't? No, I think it's I think it's one of those scenarios where once he gets surrounded by too many people, um, 
he transforms into a monster. He gets, he get. I mean, you gotta, I think the thing to remember is that it stems from a place of some people when they're, when I'm around a bunch of people, I don't know very well. I, I tend to, to kind of clam up a little bit. I get a little social phobic and his is probably just manifesting in a different way. In the, in this case, he gets, he gets on the, um, you know, he gets on the offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, is what it sounds like to me. I, I think the trick is to try exposing him to one friend at a time, you know, until he gets comfortable with both of you. And then eventually you do that <laughs> you gotta, enough times. You, you got to find that magic number so that if it, yeah. like you're hanging out with three friends and you bring in a fourth and he's still cool. And then you bring in a fifth and he's like, grr, Jews. And you're like, no, okay, not, not five no, not that. or, or no. under. It, right now, you're attempting what's called immersion therapy. <laughs> I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think it's working. I, it's, it's not for everyone. It worked for Mark Summers, but that doesn't mean it's going to work for Jerko over here. <laughs> um, don't you guys think one friend at a time until you're yeah. like more comfortable with the group? I, I, I think that's the only way you can go. Or, like, is this guy worth it? Like, he doesn't sound very cool. He's, he's totally awesome. He's totally awesome. You don't know him like he knows him. Um, what you, uh, here's another suggestion. Uh, if you're h- hanging out with friends uh, and you want it to just look like it's you and him, then hide your friends around oh, the room uh, I love that you it. two are hanging out in. Like they uh, talk to you and he's like, what was that? And you're like, I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear. <laughs> worry about I don't know what you're talking about. That, but that yes, thing. Greg, I would like to go to the mall tomorrow. <laughs> and then once he's been awesome for a while, your friends can jump out and be like, that, that behavior is the kind of behavior you should exhibit around us but are you scared he's like fuck you (laughs) (laughs) i don't trust people how could you do this to me richard uh here's a yahoo answers question and it's it was sent in by hybrid misfit thank you hybrid misfit uh it's from yahoo answers user sick nick who asks how can i make my rapping better uh he has a very unique problem though he says, when I rap, I get a lot of saliva in my mouth, and I don't sound <laughs> too good when it happens. How can I change that, and can you give me other suggestions? Uh, well, I mean, let's not put the cart before the horse. Y- you need to handle your saliva situation first and foremost. Right. Uh, uh-huh. I think you should maybe just incorporate it into your, into your act. Well, yeah, well, uh, that's been a popular strategy. You ever wonder where uh, Big Daddy Brawny came from? <laughs> Why people call him that? It's because he raps with a, a giant wad of paper towels in his mouth. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. DJ Mumbles. DJ Mumbles. Mouthful of cotton balls. Cotton balls, yeah. Um, DJ, how about just DJ Cud? DJ <laughs> Cud. Kid Cud. Kid Cuddy. <laughs> that's, that's how he got his name. That's how he got his name. Exactly. Uh, you you might remember MC Silica Gel is, is actually actually died because you're not supposed to put silica gel in your mouth, but you get the you get the idea. I mean, it went young, but God, those rhymes so well, you have to, so dry. It's hard to to corner the rap market nowadays because you you have to be doing you have to have something new, um, like Ooh. for instance, I I think Kanye West does it just with you know really clever rhymes and and catchy beats. Uh, and being crazy and being crazy and and soldier boy does it by being really super untalented which is <laughs> which is in and of itself kind of you know unique so i think what you can do is just have a lot of spit in your mouth while you're rapping um yeah. like to, to dj drooly D- 
DJ Drooly, something, there's something along those lines. Ja Drool. Ja Drool? Uh-huh. And all your lyrics could be about it, too. Like, when I spit rhymes, you know, you'll really get wet. Something like that. <laughs> oh, my God. This is... You will get wet. You may get soaked. The name's Kid Slimy. Don't you never forget. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you give me four more lines? Uh, let me see. Let me see what I got in here. Um... When I'm done with you kids, you're going to need a towel. I'm going to open your eyes. I'm going to empty your bowels. Uh, <laughs> uh, is that two lines? That's or? two lines. That's two, that's two lines. lines. Um, uh, when I'm on the MIC, things will never be dry. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. You can do this. You've almost Justin, got it. Justin. Justin. I'm going to dampen your shirt and spit in your eye. Yes. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Uh, Form Spring says, okay. All right. My older brother is balding. He tries to hide it with hats, hoodies, bonnets, etc. Unfortunately, he cannot rock a hat. And his wearing a hoodie indoors makes him look like a rapist. Uh Uh-huh. How do we get him to get it right with his MPB? Form Spring. I don't know what that... Male, pattern, male pattern baldness. Okay. Um, I think last uh, just to clarify last week, I think we covered no one can rock a hat. No, no one you can hat. you can wear a hat and sometimes you can't even do that. Yeah. Sometimes you're just barely wearing a hat. Um you need to explain to your brother that we are in a time period now where bald people are awesome. Yeah, it's the most socially acceptable bald has ever been, I think. I agree. I think he needs to just shave it. And call it a day. Was that is that because of Moby? You think? Yeah, yeah, because of Moby mainly. I think Moby is the really the one that turned it around because I mean it was cool to be bald in like fifty five, but Moby was like, nah dog, I'm twenty two and now I have a bald head. I remember in that interview where Bruce Willis was like, Thank God for Moby. Thanks for making it all okay. <laughs> the thing is the, the the step one to getting your sexy right is always acceptance. Mm-hmm. You gotta accept who you are. Wearing a hat and hoodie and bonnet, hopefully not really a bonnet, but uh, wearing that kind of stuff, that doesn't that doesn't that says I'm ashamed yeah. of something that is utterly out of my control. That's not sexy. You should say you're proud of it because it's something you got that most people don't. Uh, shave your eyebrows and then walk around just saying "fuck you," like, just like that to people, <laughs> and then point at them like "what's up with these?" But then grow a huge beard. A huge beard. And break your own nose so that it's just slightly tilted to the left. Whoa, I like this. (laughs) Yeah, this is a look. We're doing like a woolly willy thing here. You're welcome. This is a lot more than you paid for, my friend. (laughs) Gauge one of your ears really big. Yeah, And shrink the other one. (laughs) Shrink one ear entirely. I guarantee you, if you do that, no one will notice you're bald. (laughs) Guaranteed. Um, But I, I think in short, shave it. Just yeah. shave it and get done one, with it. One of the funniest guys I know outside of my family, Brental Floss, uh, made that decision, like, just shaved his head. So much cooler now. Great looking guy. Very funny. Popular with the ladies. Yeah. It's a look. It's a look that you need to, you know, convince your brother. Now, how do you convince your brother to do it? Uh, you do it while he's sleeping. And, and probably try to get some facial hair. Just something down there. You should shave his head and then glue that hair to his face. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Uh, I I personally um, think that you shouldn't uh, encourage him to go bald. 
Why? I think I think I just I, I you guys couldn't f- convince me to go bald is the thing. I'm thinking about it, it, it from from the brother's perspective. If you guys came to me and were like, "Hey, bro, you got to get rid of that hair." There's there's no way there's no force on earth that could Griffin force me. To I could change your mind right now. Okay. If you shave your head, you could shave three seconds off of your lap time in the pool. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Griffin, I'm, I'm afraid you've uh, misunderstood the premise of the show. See, when you try to take our advice into the real world and apply them practically to your situation, that's when things re- that's when the wheels really fall off. The idea with my brother and my brother and me is that we give it an answer that'll have them saying, hey, yeah, exactly, why don't I just do that? And then as soon as they try to apply it, it all collapses around them like a castle made of lies. You understand? <laughs> uh, we got a question from Steph via Gmail. She says, I've just recently graduated from college at Berkeley, and I packed my bags and moved away to the San Francisco Peninsula with my boyfriend for a job at Stanford. Our friends in Berkeley are too lazy to come visit us. We visit them, and we have no friends on the peninsula. How do you meet people and make friends after college, especially 20-somethings? We're both nerdy people who like video board games and comic books. Uh... Not video board games. Not like cl- the Clue VHS game. <laughs> 221 Baker Street. <laughs> Nightmare. Um, and comic books. We prefer to meet other well-adjusted nerds. The problem with this is that most nerds I've met are single men and are awkward and uninterested when we approach them as a couple, but try to ask me out when I don't have my boyfriend around. What? This happened recently. Yeah, gross. When I went to a local board game shop and asked if they had a game night. We don't need to meet nerds, but... We also want to have some stuff in common with our future fantastic friends. That is a tough question. Yep. It's like a it's like a treatise of everything that's that's wrong with with the nerd culture right now. Yeah. It's right. a it's a nice summation of everything that's terrible. Yeah. I mean if it's any indication the the questions that we get, apparently all nerdy people are nervous about talking to all other nerdy people. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, I've got it. You don't... You need to realize that nerdy couples are still made of two nerdy people. They're going to feel just as uncomfortable as they did in the mating... Well, you are in another mating process here. This is this is an, an, a mating negotiation. Even That doesn't end with um, uh, conception. It ends with... Uh, Inception. Inception and going to <laughs> see it together. <laughs> uh, um, it ends with you know sitting around a table and playing some Last on Earth, something something nerdy. Uh, the f- the fact of the matter is that making friends, meeting new people that will then become like friends and not like acquaintances, but straight up friends, is more difficult than meeting members of the opposite sex. I think it's also more difficult than once you're in a couple. Because I think when you're solo, you can sort of make those negotiations a lot easier. You can pretend to be somebody you're not when you're flying by yourself. But when you're in a couple, it's sort of like that person's going to know what's up. And, you know, they've got to like the situation you're in, too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's intimidating. I mean, if you're looking for people to meet at a bar, you don't go to the couple that's sitting by themselves at a table. Yeah. Like, hey, guys, what's up? Oh, you're having the <laughs> buffalo wings, huh? Let me get down on. Let me just snack. Well, I. I stand by the, as far as meeting friends, you always do good. Meeting people at work, meeting people, you know, at hobbies that you're both doing. Like if you, 
if you guys join a pottery class or go to a coffee shop or something like that, anything like that where it's not just random strangers but people you know, it, but that doesn't always mean you're going to meet the best people because um, you're limited to the people that are in that group. But it's, you know, people you that you put, know. You At work, put up a, like, a flyer on campus that says, hey, we're, does anybody want to play some board games or something together for couples only? Couple nerd night? And then... Maybe organizing. not make it sound so sad, though. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> an awfully that's an awfully tight filter to put on that. I think maybe just a flyer with uh, your personal phone number and the message: "Who wants to party?" It <laughs> yeah, a couple it looking might... to share fun with another couple. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Like something very open and honest, and uh, looking for open couple to share with other open couple. That's good because you want open honesty. Um, in big in big block an letters, adventure. Cu- couple looking for other couple for a foursome, but then in much smaller letters um, for Scrabble. Uh, maybe uh, you know, and you want to go back and forth between a few different games. So make sure that they're willing to swing. Mm-hmm. You want to say that in the flyer, like looking for couple, open minded couple willing to swing. Um, and maybe you can play that hot new uh, board game from Mattel, Key Party. Yeah. <laughs> down for a key party uh maybe a convention would be good some sort uh go to comic-con or something and look for uh women dressed as superheroes because you know they didn't do that on their own (laughs) (laughs) that's just science um seth i'm sorry that we don't have more practical help for you here this Um, i mean jesus if i knew this then like we need to listen to another podcast, like uh, My Brother, My Brother, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Where, and my where... super well-adjusted uncle, who's <laughs> <laughs> way, way cool. And the and only thing they do uncle on that Jimmy. show, the only thing they do on that show is give us advice. Um, yeah. And uh, and they could tell me how to do this, because I'm, I'm right there in the same boat, except... I'm starting to realize that either. everyone's kind of just floating through this void of nobody knows how to talk to anybody else. Like mm-hmm. true. We just get so many questions about how do I start conversations? How do I meet people? Everybody, we are not solitary beings. And people that feel solitary is because they are the most afraid. Unless you're on the, the reality show Solitary. And then you're, you're tense yeah. alone. Agreed. You know, you, you, might, you might try. I, I know this seems like counterintuitive considering what we just talked about. But you might try Facebook. There's certainly, there's got to be some like. San Francisco gaming groups um, on Facebook. Maybe go there and say, "Hey, we're looking for couples to 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 hang out with." Um, the trick the is the area for couples. The trick is to just find that one couple yep. that, that you, you can be cool with, and then they know eight or nine other couples, um, especially if they've lived on the San Francisco Peninsula for a while. Uh, hey, Mavin Bam, I'm always always hungry. Uh, there literally isn't a time when I couldn't eat. I'm not a fat guy, but I fear I may become one. Keep up the. What should I do? Keep up the amazing work, especially the deep voice guy who isn't Justin or Griffin. I like him. Harrison, Gmail. I like you too, Harrison. Harrison, I do want to clarify for you that is how people become fat guys. So <laughs> that's not like a fear, like something e- ephemeral that may. Like, no, you will. You will, That will happen. I'm afraid of ghosts. And also that I'll get fat if I eat too much food. <laughs> what That's those? not a fear. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I know that I feel the same way. I, I, as we have discussed previously, I could literally 
always eat something at any point in the day. But really, that is because a lot of the time, I'm just massively bored. Um, and usually, boredom leads to hunger. So maybe try a sandwich instead of a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, get a Game Boy. All and of eat. these things help. Oh my god, Harrison, you have a tapeworm. <laughs> Harrison, you have a tapeworm. You have to go to the doctor. But wait, if he has a tapeworm, then he won't get fat, right? Because the tapeworm yeah, will safe. eat all the food for him. But the tapeworm will eat all the food before he can digest it and use its energy. And he'll eat all the good food, too. What if he's pregnant? Oh my god, Harrison. With a tapeworm. You're <gasps> pregnant with a tapeworm, baby. Got a Congratulations. Tapeworm, baby. Oh god. I shall name him Philip. <laughs> he is my tapeworm baby, and I love him. He's just like that movie Junior. <laughs> Except he is a tapeworm. And now, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is always hungry. So it's just like the movie Junior, except for the tapeworm bit. I went what to is- the Sears. I went to the Sears baby department, and they had no clothes that would fit my tapeworm baby. I ended up uh, with a, a pantyhose for super skinny ladies. That's what I had to walk out of there with. Can you imagine the look on Philip's face when I hand him that? I sewed a little ducky onto it, but I, don't, I still don't think it's going to fly. But I love him, and he is my child, and he is going to go to college. And I'm planning a play date with my neighbor's monkey baby. Harrison. Harrison. Don't eat anymore. Just pump the brakes. Like, <laughs> find something to do that takes up hours of the day that you... I, the fact that you are not fat guy yet does not make you special. Like, yeah, fat people feel that way, too. That's why they're fat. Like, it's not like, what, what, how could this happen? Like, this is how it happens. You start out this way, and then you eat so much that you turn fat. When you're fat, you can, you can go back, and you can chart out a history of double downs that made you what you are now. Get, yeah, listen, Harrison, just pump the brakes. Listen to my brother, Griffin. Just slow it down. If you want to eat something, uh, like lots of people just think don't. that way. Uh, it could be that the food you're eating is too good. Did you try eating healthy food? Because if you only have healthy food in the house, then you won't want to eat as much because it doesn't taste very or, good. Or just get moderately poor. Um, yeah. To the, to the point where you can't really afford um, a lot of food. Oh, that's good. I like that. But then you'll start eating out of the garbage. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> like a giant raccoon. The tapeworm will wrap around it. Philip will wrap around his brain and make him go to the garbage and start eating out of it. Um, I'm starving. I have a, a Yahoo answer that um, it kind of goes against one of our, our core tenets here at My Brother, My Brother, and Me, but it's I, I feel like it's going to open up um, a really interesting dialogue between the three of us, so I think it might be worth the the infraction against our own rules. Um, okay. But if 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 I read the title and you guys don't want to go ahead with it, like I'll totally understand. It won't hurt my feelings at all. Um, uh, it was sent in by uh, listener Benjamin Carl, the man so nice they named him twice. Uh, and the the question itself was crafted by Floyd Brewer, who asks. <clears throat> I am trying to get my son trained to defecate in a bag instead of a toilet or diaper. Any suggestions or tips? <laughs> my wife and I are very environment conscious and have been thinking of ways to teach this to our three-year-old son. He isn't potty trained yet, and we don't really want him formally trained to use a toilet, which we believe wastes water and drains resources. Oh, my wife totally. and I started 
my wife and I started going in bags about two years ago. No, you didn't! And we used the excrement blended with other materials to fertilize our garden. And also, and also sell it to friends for extra spending money. But we have had no! problems. But we have had problems getting him to squat and be patient enough to go. How can we encourage? How can we encourage him? Prizes? Punishment? What has worked for you? Go in the you bag, sh- damn it! You go shit in, the in that bag. bag, or so help me, Derek. So help me if you don't shit in that bag, Derek. You shit in that bag, or you are grounded. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. Someone's. I'm sorry, weirdo, but what punishment are you going to levy against this child that even approaches the social punishment of going to school the first day and asking the teacher where you can go shit in the Excuse me, where's the shit bag room? He Um, totally preempted that uh, because in the additional details, he says he won't need a bag to be packed into his backpack because he will be homeschooled. Again, he doesn't have to worry about being made fun of because he will be homeschooled. Bitch, listen. <laughs> it does school. That's a that's one one part of that kid's life. How about yeah. mall? How about next time he goes to the mall and he's at the arcade and he feels a deuce coming and he has to bag <laughs> it right there. Where's your bag dispenser? Where's your bag dispenser? What about oh. the first time he goes to the produce department, at the grocery store, and gets confused as fuck? <laughs> <laughs> hey, where's this human shit? We're, and and who made it? Is that like an in-house thing that you guys you guys provide? Is that a service? I, there's one nugget, pardon the pun, of this uh, question that sticks in my head, and that is selling <laughs> it. <the> pun. <laughs> sticks in my hair. What? Selling it to their friends for extra spending money. Who the fuck are your friends? Is there a jar somewhere that they just slide their extra their extra change into that they got from selling their human shit? To their very real friends. And when that jar gets full, they go to Disney World. Um, this is human poop we're talking about. If you really want to help your child, here's how you do it. You put the child on the porch. You scatter your fecal matter around your home. Mm-hmm. And you burn it down with you inside <laughs> it. <laughs> there is literally no way that child could be better off than you and your wife doing the right thing here. And burning your house down with you inside it. It I, is the only choice you have. I don't know that this is true, but I have to imagine that uh, Child uh, Protective Services goes through the internet looking for things exactly like this. Nah. Have to, right? Nah, this is cool. I mean, it's pretty much a science project, if you think about it. <laughs> nah, it's that green movement. You can't get the... You can't. Child Protective Services isn't going to do shit about this. More like a brown movement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you monster. Hey, just, it looks like you're just cupping your child's naked bottom with your hands. No, it's cool. I have a bag There's a on bag there, here. And I'm trying to get it to poop in the bag. The little bastard just won't do it. Thinks he's Pun- too good for pooping in a bag. Punishment? Just, punishment? What punishment? You gonna rub his nose in it? <laughs> Fuck. Did you hey. just, honey, did you just hear a flush? <laughs> Derek? Derek? Did you bring a toilet into this house? I, what? What? You know, it is such a fine line. Children cannot be the defining line between crazy person and unconventional parent. You can't just cross the line because you had a kid. You can't just be like, no, now I'm normal. I just want to teach my child different things. You're still a crazy person. You're still insane. It's 2010, dog. It's 2010. And it worries me that... There's another person in this world. There is more than one person. There are two people, and they found each other that find it okay to poop in a bag. 
hey, if you're worried about finding your special somebody, it'll never happen. Look at these two fuck ups. <laughs> um, do you think it's okay for them to to uh, to make pee in a toilet? To make water? <laughs> no, they go to the garden. That can't be good for the plants. It's terrible for the plants. What do they care? I need to find out what state these people live in and never buy any produce that came from that state. Because maybe that's how shit rolls in Montana. Like, maybe that's maybe that's a common thing there. Why? Literally. This uh, this this question is indicative of my, my terrible fear that there are giant parts of the country that I know nothing about where things like this happen. Where there's hey, just on the everywhere. Did you want uh, to... Thank you for coming to the farmer's market. Did you want to buy some of my plums? They're really dope. I fertilize them with my friend's fecal matter. Mm -hmm. They're currently training their kid to... Not just my friend. It's my friend's son's fecal matter. And it it gives the the eggplants here. It just... They're so firm. They're so, so firm. (laughs) So firm. The skin is so tight. I'm so disgusted right now. What could be... Like, you've got to... People like this got to pull the camera back. You're worried about the planet cool why well we're gonna have kids on this planet someday and we want to take care of it for them cool did you know your kid doesn't care if it's seven degrees hotter in july because they're experiencing that heat while pooping in a bag (laughs) isn't the whole point of it to make the world a better place for your kid you are actively this is by inventing toilets categorically a worse place because of your son yeah, because yeah. you have a son that's pooping in a container that's not a toilet. Forget about the world for him. Like I don't care about this kid anymore. He's dead to me. I, like <laughs> it, nothing's coming good out of this. But uh, here, here's here's a n- new game I want to start playing on um on my brother, my brother, me, uh, and it's called Things You Never Hear the President Say. Uh, <laughs> and number one uh, on my list is. Yeah, my parents trained me to poop in a bag, <laughs> but I basically they did basically it. They did I it still through a punishment regimen that was it was very it was strict but fair. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to know what that entails. Yeah, um, the idea of this is still like is going to haunt me. I think because I think the world is different now for me a little bit. Because because there are people like this. This is not a guy who's fucking with us. Like. This is a real guy in the world. Somewhere there is a couple that made eye contact one night and said, you know, honey, I've been thinking about it and I've the decision is made. It's time for us to start pooping in bags. Mm-hmm. How do you bring that up with your loved one? Like, do you see them going to the toilet one day and just go, ah, there's a better way? You know, I've been thinking. Ah, wait a minute, honey. We're wasting a lot of water here. Um Follow maybe me. let's just follow maybe, me. Maybe just bag it because that doesn't waste any resources. That's a oh, natural. Thank God if you didn't want to waste, if you didn't want to waste resources, you would just go shit directly on your crops. Just go Honey, shit dir- directly I, out on your flower bed instead of doing what you're doing right now, which is shitting directly on your kid. <laughs> Honey, I have one question for you: paper or plastic? Delicious. Uh, let's, hey, let's end. I want to stick with burn your house down with you inside it. Um. But not the kid. It's not the kid's fault. Uh, except if he does it. If he does this crazy thing you're t- telling him to do, then he's not made of strong enough stock to survive in this world we, we live in Although right he will be the best hobo. He will be the most <laughs> conscientious hobo He'll ever. be like the MacGyver of hobos. He'll, like Toothless Jim will be like, uh, Derek, I thought you said you had to use the bathroom. He's like, I totally did. I did you see that Wendy's bag. Don't go <laughs> to that. Don't go to that bag. Not that bag. Or that bag, or that bag, or that, because I only do that in bags. 
That's my. That's cool- kind of my thing. That's why they. That's why they call me Stinkbag Derek. Don't- the coolest thing about these this in- environmental sound couple, they use a uh, one industrial sized trash bag for every bowel movement. <laughs> one giant plastic bag uh, for everyone. Uh, I'm so sad. I don't even want to like. I don't even want to end the show. I just want to end my life. At this point. <laughs> Is that possible? Can we do that? Can we work that out? Let's suffer through it. Okay. Uh, I want to hear Griffin's last question. I don't really, but I'm going to say that I want to hear Griffin's last question So because that's what I say before I tell you about mbmbam.com. That is our, our website that we have. Um, it is going to be revamped. I would expect it this week. Um, let's not, let's it, not put a timetable on it. Cause we don't there's no timetable. Uh, hopefully, hopefully very soon. And trust me when I say... You guys have both seen it now, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's bomb. It's, it's bomb, dope. right? It's absolutely it's, fresh. You are going to be in love with it. Um, so so thank you guys in advance for that. We're And uh, we're going to have some new gear on the store pretty soon. Um, survival gear. Survival Things gear. Things like pickaxes, um, hatchets, uh, compasses, compai. Compi. Is that yeah. the plural? Yeah, that's right. Thank you to people on the uh, on the internet on the Twitter, spreading the world, uh, spreading the word. Sorry, <laughs> not the world. Um, people like Mitchie D, our boy Mitchie D, is always out there, put uh, putting it out there. Um, we got. Uh, I want to throw out a special shout out to Magic Whiskey on uh, Twitter. Not only a fan of the show, but just went and saw Dracula at Cincinnati Shakespeare Company. Uh, Thank you so much for helping me convince my bosses that this whole internet thing is going to be around for a while. <laughs> um, a, a special happy birthday to uh, Mauled by Jesus. Brooks turns 30 on the 28th, so we're not going to get to talk to him again before then. So congratulations and happy birthday on the big 3-0. Five more years um, and you can run for president. Yeah. Uh, did you – we also got an email. <laughs> we got an email this week from Molly. Um uh, the listener of, of Hey Hun, Chris's, How's Your Day, of Hey Hun, How's Your Day fame. Uh, she said that uh, they love the advice and um, the that writing into Mabimbam was the nicest thing he's ever done for her, which That's doesn't kind of sad. Real this great episode Chris. is crushing. <laughs> it's crushingly <laughs> depressing. Um, and uh, so it, anyway, if you want to ask us a question, mbmbam.com is mbmbam.com is the place for that. Uh, make sure you join our Facebook group. There's a link right there. We are uh, up to uh, 1,488 members. So get on there. Join that group. People putting really funny pictures up. Did you see uh, uh, Dominic Anello put up a picture of him in a man-sized jar that his wife made for him. <laughs> He's got a little twig and a, a leaf in there. You guys got to the like group and check it out. It's, um, it's one one thing that we don't, we haven't uh, requested people do in a while is if you could get on that iTunes tip and just leave a review, um, leave God, a review and a rating, that would just, it takes a few minutes and it really helps us out. Um, I am sick and tired of Adam Carolla running his mouth nonstop. He calls me every day says, hey, look who's number one. And I go, yeah, Adam, that's Yeah, amazing. Adam, we get it. Just te- just review it and tell all your friends to review it. If you're, We had an, another listening party uh, this week. It's it's listening. It's uh, 
my brother my brother me fan club delta mm-hmm. has been formed um we're getting our, up there our, i can't wait for omicron or upsilon or, or Rho. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so so thank you uh to everybody doing that um and if you have one of those parties make sure everybody logs on to their itunes accounts right afterwards and gives us a great review um so that's enough selling ourselves uh and i need to go uh poop in a bag so maybe griffin could just wrap it up with a final question sure um this one was sent in by maddie b thank you maddie b uh it's by yahoo answers user yidiot uh with a y uh who asks my urine smells like worcestershire sauce what gives I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. You will never know me.